views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Super welcome. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Welcome to Transformation Talk Radio. I'm still trying to pull myself together here a little bit. We just did our... It's not uh, an every morning ritual uh, for you, though. It's, yeah, it it's is. occasionally, right? It's occasionally. Cute glasses, by the way. Thank you. You like the red? Check it out online, oh, people, if you can. Okay, Those are some cute little red glasses there you we got go, there. little red glasses. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling a little red today. Like ruby red. Yeah, ruby red. I dared not wear these through, through the Super Bowl. It was already that I wasn't really dressed appropriately. We're a week past this. Let's just put it behind us. Yeah, let's We're put moving it behind forward. Us. Right. You know, don't let it even get me started on the Grammys, but that's uh, okay. No, 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 no. Uh, I want to just thank uh, all of you for tuning us in, turning us on. And yes, you did hear me do a little post about Annie Lennox. And, you know, there is something to be said about living a life where you're happy. And apparently, if you are a songwriter, being happy, except if you're Pharrell, That is not what it's about. You can't seem to get your creative juices up. Uh, And, you know, I think that's a myth we tell ourselves about the passion and purpose in life that we think we can have and and, or not have. And what is so interesting is when we look at our legacy, when we think about our lives, when we think about how we got to be where we are and the people that have come before, what do we think about? You know, what do we say to ourselves? Are we excited about them? Are we are we mournful about them? Do we grieve their journey? Or can whatever that journey had been for them be of an inspiration? Many of you have heard me talk about my grandparents and the reason they left Italy, because most people think, why would the people over there that lived in a place like my folks, why would they leave? Well, you leave because the, the, your rights are challenged. Your life is probably taken away from you. And, you know, the the world that you created and was so joyful in doesn't seem the same anymore. And what do you do about it when you feel a sense of powerlessness? You know, do you just let that go by the wayside and carry that with you generation after generation? Or do you do something about it? Well, today is doing something about it. You know, as in, you know, some of the some of the history in my family, where, you know, my grandparents were had to leave because of the rule of Nazi Germany and because of the persecution of so many. You know, what do you do to then stand up for your life? Well, today's show is about that. I am so thrilled and honored to have Lemin join me here today. And you're going to hear a lot about this gentleman. You're going to hear about his journey, his story, the foundation that's so important for so many of us to remember. And you know what I'm struck by, Benny? I'm really struck by how easy we forget 
I really am. You know, it's really interesting. Since I met Lament, since I met him, I've been talking with people about his journey, and, and, I'm, and, and I'm not even telling you much about it on purpose. Because when I started to talk to some young people, and I said to them, oh, what did you think of the movie? Have you watched your movie Roots? I mean, what did you, I mean, they're like, what? What movie? Yeah, what? Is that where trees come from? What? What, right, what movie? Yeah. What are you talking? And they I'm have like, no yeah. clue. They're I'm like, completely. dude, wasn't you, even that long ago either. Oh, I'm just saying, you know, we're gonna have a sit. We're gonna do a little sit-in. Mm. Um, and so I think to myself, what are we doing about passing the story between generations so that we do not forget? Do not forget. And so today, I get to talk with someone who has a, an extraordinary legacy, who is creating a pathway for many, many people to come through so that we don't forget some things. And we get, so we get comfortable. We get comfortable sometimes. And we think, oh, it's all good. And yeah, the, you know, we're just all happy here. And so many people are doing so many good things in the world. And we do forget our roots. And we forget them so deeply that we don't even remember the stories to tell our children that tell their children because we have so convoluted, you know, where we were, where we are today. Well, for those of you out there, you're going to hear an extraordinary story. And it's one that I'm not going to tell. You know, it's one that only a direct descendant of Kunta Kinte can talk about. And I apologize in advance for my mispronunciation of everything. I can barely say my own name. But the point is not about how we pronounce. It's how we project the importance of equality and honoring the journeys of people in this world. That's what really is a reminder of. You know, we sit here, we talk, Benny and I joke about the Grammys, you know, and and honestly, is that the most important thing we can talk about in, in our world? No, it's not. Is the most important thing we could talk about the wars that we're fighting? No, it's not. Someday you might think about the next holiday you have with your family and sit everybody around and talk about what the journey has been like for generations of generations. And then ask yourself, is everyone living in the comfort zone that you live in? Is there something more we should know about, something more we should do in the world? Is there something else that we need to remember to carry the story forward. And that's what today's journey about. We're very, very pleased to talk with you, all of you out there, uh, about the Kunta Kinte Family Foundation, about Lamin talking, he's the president, of course, of it, about the vision, the mission, and an extraordinary, Benny, upcoming event right here in Seattle. Ooh, good. Right here in Seattle. Let's bring it. Very, very important. But what is it? For those of you out there like, what, who is she talking about? What's the movie Roots? Come on, Google it. Get online and Google it. R-O-O-T-S. Whatever that is for you, just go Google something, find something out. Go And by the end of today, we're going to give you websites. But there's much more to think about in the stories we tell each other other than who's, who was it that got killed, who was it that got shot. It's really about an honoring and a future vision. Lemon, thank you for joining us here today. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you. How, how am I doing with your name? You said did it Did I right. get it close? You did. Yay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Um, what do you think about what I said about people not knowing? You know, honestly, even if I mispronounce Kunta Kinte, 
those of us that were from the generation where that movie came out, mm-hmm. we know it. Yeah. But there are generations that think I'm from another planet. Yeah. They think, what? And I said, you know what? I'm going to get a subscription and you guys are all going to watch. We're going to watch a movie together. We're going to just watch a couple things together to get a little educated here about it. Right. What are you finding in this country? Have we kind of forgotten it? And welcome to the show. And thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. The, what you talk about, that's the fact. You know, we have a generational gap. You know, a lot of people who lost their heritage, they lost their history. Mm-hmm. So many of us today that how can we go back to the history? How can we go back to we all have a story? Yeah. We all came from a family that they left something behind for us. Mm-hmm. So how can we take that story to take, you know, take it to the next generation? Mm-hmm. Tell them who we are and that what we can talk about, we can leave something for them. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about your story. Let's talk about your journey. Let's talk a minute about, um, you know, your vision. But before we get to that, I think it's so important for us to have a conversation about what this journey has been like for you. And what does it mean to be the president of this foundation? And as we say, a direct descendant. You know, in my case, I'm a direct descendant of a crazy Italian guy that decided (laughs) Nazi Germany wasn't so good. Right. I mean, wasn't so good. Made the Germans come into the hotel they own by the lake and blew it up. Wow. That's a that's a crazy Italian, if you ask me. Um, But there's not many people in my family that even understand that story of what that is. Right. Tell your story and, and where you are with this. My story. I am very comfortable you know, explaining my story because mm-hmm. I do know who I am. I came from a blood-descended line of Kunta Kinte from the Gambia, West Africa. My grandmother, who is the seventh-generation descendant of Kunta Kinte, narrated the story to Alex Haley in 1967, you know, when he was resurging the roots, coming to the Gambia. So it took him 12 years to find us in the Africa. So, but before he came, this Kunta Kinte story has been passed down from generation to generation. So we kept the story, who he was and what he did, and after he was taken as a slave. Mm-hmm. So the story passed down to us. So my grandmother, you know, explained the story to me, and then I took the legacy from there to take the story also to another level. What What were you uh, and the family thinking? Uh, if if you have that information, wh- what were you thinking when you were approached to be part of what has become a cornerstone uh, movie for understanding, you know, heritage, challenges, journeys, and where we are today in yeah. the world? Yeah. What what was that like when when folks were were asked that question about Are you willing to take this story in a very big way in the public world? Yes. At at first, you know. This story get to me so, it, you know, I took it so personal. Yeah. As a young child, every single day, my grandmother take entirely the family that, you know, explaining the story of Kunti Kinte. Mm-hmm. So I've been growing up with it. I couldn't understand why the story is so much important to my family, why mm-hmm. this story is so much that, you know, is even important than, you know, even eating. Mm-hmm. So every single day we will have to, you know, go through the, the same thing. It's the most beautiful story, but the most saddest story you can ever hima- imagine as a child. So that trauma, live, you know, I live with it. 
you know, I grew up with it until when I was beginning to from seven to ten years old. That's when I start to understand the story has started getting to me. And then I've never asked the question, who is this Kunti Kinde? Mm. But I asked my playmates, I said, did your family ever tell you about the story of Kunti Kinde? They said they never heard of the name. So I came back. I had to take the fear away. And I asked my grandmother one day, and I said, why this story matter to you so much? Why, who is this Kunti Kinde? Why, you know, only our family has to hear this story. And then she grabbed me on my shoulder for the first time to see my grandmother cry, to see a tear coming from her. And she looked at me, and then she said, you are from the blood-descended line of Kunti Kinde. And I looked at her at that moment. I felt that the world has left me. I felt so emotionally angry. You know, I was not with myself. So I get up at that moment, I excuse myself. And then I went to a place where they said Kunti Kinte was captured. That was the third settlement. The first, you know, we are in the third settlement now. That was the first settlement of the village. So I stayed there for three nights. And I give myself that moment in the jungle where they used to live. Mm-hmm. And where he struggled not to be taken away. Mm. So I stayed there. And then when I stay, and I came back home. And then that moment, it changed my life entirely up to today. It made me who I am today. It's hard to imagine how something like that can literally change a person's life. Did you know in that moment that you were called to do something with that information? What kind of responsibility did you feel? I can only imagine how emotional that was for you. It was very emotional. At that moment, I wouldn't. I didn't know what what is the next you know step for me. All I can tell that I live with so much hate and mm. anger in my heart. So at that moment, you know, I always see the you know the tourists, you know, the diplomats, the president, dignitaries. They come home and then I couldn't understand. So sometimes I would see a lot of soldiers with guns, you know. So like when the presidents are coming, they had to come the day before. So the security, I will have to ask, as a child, we wouldn't go anywhere. So my grandmother was, you know, still keep the story to tell us who we are. But at that child, I always, every time I want to play with the kids, I don't have any childhood lifetime. Mm-hmm. So she will always, they call me aside, that do you know who you are? But they will not call the other ones. So they know that I will take the, 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 the journey. Mm-hmm. They know that I will carry the work. So up to now, everything what they tell me, that's the journey I am in today. Mm. Yeah. Well, and, you know, we're going to talk about this, too, in terms of, you know, the foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, many people, as I said before, uh, many generations, you know, we're looking at a scenario where many people don't know that story. Uh, and yet what's happening is it's never been more important than it is today. Yes. You know, um, it's never been important because we lose sight of things. We get caught up here in the United States in the world of, I, you know, I got to have the big house. I got to have the fancy car. If my sneakers don't look real good. You, you know, you know, and we forget really what the pathway was for that. Um, what is the importance today for you of telling the story? And I wish you would take a moment to, to, to share some of the details 
of this story and why this is so profoundly important for people. The story of Kunta Kinte is a true story. You know, and the most of the challenge I found here in the United States that is people say, oh, Alex Haley wrote the story. Right. And then the story is just a fiction. It's not a true story. There's nothing like Kunta Kinte. Right. So I had to go through that. Kunta Kinte did not have any descendants. Well, the question is, go to Gambia, West Africa. It's the smallest country there. Goes there and then get to connect with the people there, just the slave houses. We still have the slave castles. You know, more than 300 years, mm-hmm. you know, the slavery force started in the Gambia. You know, when the, you know, the Portuguese came first and then French came after that. And then the British stays there, early 1600s. Right. So then Kunti Kinte, they were the last slave saved was in the island where he used to call James Island, where he stays there for eight nights before coming to America. The island is still there, and his prison cell is still there. Where they used to cane him is still there. So you go to Africa, you will truly see the descendants of Kunti Kinte, and you will see me. So that's the challenge, you know, sometimes. Some people believe still the story because we kind of lost. We kind of forget ourselves so much that we wouldn't believe that if somebody come and tell you some story about themselves, you know, you will not believe. But I did not get that as a challenge, in fact, because I know who I am. Yeah. And then I will explain people the story of Kunti Kinder, anything they wanted to know about his story, because that's how it was passed down to me. And I will keep the story alive as long as I'm living. Well, you know, what you're saying is so important because what I'm, what I'm discovering right now as I look out in the world and I look at, you know, people like you, Lemon, people like you that are, are, are really, really putting effort and money into making sure the story doesn't get, get the story continues to get told. You know, I actually heard an interview the other day. So, yeah, it's very realistic that people would think that this is a fictional yeah. character. Yeah, they do. Right? Mm-hmm. Maybe someday they're going to be thinking about Oprah and they'll say, oh, she never left. <laughs> she was, Who? Um, But we're doing the same thing about the Holocaust. Yes. You know, we're doing the same thing. People are saying that that didn't happen. Right. Uh, I'm not sure you why, except, uh, you know, very wise men said to me not too long ago. But think about it. Think about if we were to forget these things. Mm -hmm. Think about what happens if we step away from how important it is to treat all people with respect. Right. Think about what would happen. What door does that then then open for the world? I mean, you know, what other reason could there be for people not wanting to believe it? Unless, of course, it's yeah. too horrific. Yeah. And then back, you know, to my family, mm-hmm. millions of slaves has been taken to Af- from Africa. We can never tell the you know figure. Some believe that you know about nine million people who live, where the only one has to be count. How about the ones who died? So slavery is something which has happened, and it's a true story. So, but going back to my family, keeping mm-hmm. the one man story has become changing the world, has become the legend story that, you know, from generation down, they keep with the story. The only family in Africa who keep the story to knowing them who they are we have so many people who have been involved in you know, slavery, mm-hmm. Atlantic slave trade. So many part of West Africa, starting from Gambia, Senegal, you're going back to Ghana, Sierra Leone, Liberia, you know, 
entirely West African countries were all involved in slavery. Right. But you look at the story of Kunti Kinte, they keep it alive. And Kunti Kinte keeping his identity, knowing that, telling himself who he is. Alexeli took the story yeah. from there because it was passed down from Kunti Kinte's, from Chicken George, way all the way back to Alexeli's grandmother, who told him the story of African Kunti Kinte. So Kunti Kinte's story was just not a you know, name. Alexeli already found the name because it was already explained to him. After Alex Ely came to, he came with a message to the Africans. So he told my family a message of Kunti Kinte. He just did not make the story. He found the story with us. So we narrated the story after he said, so we made the story. Right. Because nobody has ever came. But the ancestors, they already know that Kunti Kinte would never go in vain. Because he has, that's how his name was. They know that he's going to be taken away, but his name, name will always going to stay with the family. So some, the, his descendants will come back. So Alex Ely was among his descendants. Because Kunti Kinte have a daughter in America here. Mm-hmm. Alex Kelly came from through that side. So when he came and explained, we didn't know what happened to Kunti Kinte after he was taken wow. away from Africa. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So when he came with the message, we connected together. Mm. It was just not a story. It was a message. Yeah. So we connected together, and then they made the message. They opened their book mm. because we go by the oral history. Right. We write, we write the written history too, but we go by the oral history. Right. So that's when they explained the history of Kunti Kinte. Wow. And Alex Ely left. At the moment Alex Ely left, still the family now put in the entire community. That's the badness of the slavery because people live with the trauma, with the fear mm-hmm. for many, 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 many years. Yes. So after he left, he didn't come back almost nearly 10 years. So, but he was also doing his research because from 1967, he did not come back up to 1976. I didn't know that. I don't think many people knew that. Huh? Yeah. Mm. So he did not come back. So we thought, you know, the family now, they think, because at that time in Africa, Momently you speak English, mm-hmm. they don't matter if you are black or you are white. Mm-hmm. We consider you as a white man. Mm-hmm. So the English of white, you know, so bring the fear to the African people. So when Alex Ely came, was guided by the, you know, the president. So we were living with that fear after he left. So the, now we had to have a hate from the people in the community that the slavery is coming back. Oh, so they're blaming mm. us. So they burned down our house, houses, according to my grandmother. I did not remember the time. But she narrated that they had to burn down all their houses because of the fear. They did not give them any more you know, respect that they supposed to, they were having because we are the royal you know, warriors. So we, take that, we are trying to take that away because of why they narrated the story of Kunti Kinte to Alex Ely and he never came back. Right. So when he came back, they know that, oh, this is true. Mm. So Alex Ely was trying to make it a book and a television on the TV. So that's when he just succeeded. He wrote the book on the 1976, and then the, the series come out in 1977. You know, what you're talking about is, it's also for me, a validation of how important it is to continue the journey and continue the story. Because... We not everybody is as connected as we are, like in the studio with a microphone going over the air to thousands of people all over the world. I mean, not everybody is that connected. 
um, you know, I, I grew up in New York City and I grew up in a in a project, as we call them. Right. Mm-hmm. And what you're talking about is so true, because if you grow up in an area where fear is based on some some trauma, some horrific act, mm-hmm. all you need is a resurgence of that act in another form and the whole community. True. And I, and I know that very well. You know, I know people ask, well, why does everybody have bars on the door, yeah. even in communities that don't necessarily have high crime? It's because the fear of not having information, you know, it's the fear of not knowing that there is a different future. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the future vision. OK, I'm so glad you're here. I am so I'm glad. so glad I met you. Thank you. I don't even I, it's such a miracle. We actually even met. You know, somebody asked me. Oh, here's a story. I was telling a friend of mine and I said, um, you know, I'm interviewing uh, Lemin and he is a direct descendant of Kunta Kinte. They said, no, you're not. Uh I said, what? (laughs) I said, yes, I am. They said, you you can't be. I I said, well, what do you mean I can't be? And they said, you don't know him. You don't know. You don't know. What, what do you know? You don't know any of these people. <laughs> right. So they thought I wasn't telling the truth. And wow. I said, you know what? I'm not even talking to you. Just tune into the show. Are they listening okay? today? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, call in. Tell them to all call. All right. Come on. Call in. You got a, <laughs> all sorts of apple on your face right now. Uh-huh. We have a very profound story to tell you when we come back. A vision, a mission, and um, how this can become something that teaches all of us how to live our lives in the, in the world to come, in the future. A future I may not be alive for, but many of you will. Many of the generations that have come after me, many of you, especially you in the Dr. Pat Show office that have not seen the movie yet, much is to be learned. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. Make sure to add positive emotions to your counterbalancing thoughts. I know that feeling positive and compassionate toward yourself can be a huge challenge, especially when you're struggling with anxiety. Therefore, it's helpful to imagine that the main source of your negative self-talk is a younger part of your mind, which is just playing old tapes and repeating outdated protective programs. You will notice how much easier it is to speak in a calm, reassuring, and comforting way when you visualize addressing an inner child. By counterbalancing your negative thoughts with kindness and compassion, you automatically shift your consciousness and attitude from I am powerless to I'm taking charge. Call the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. 
visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-PatShow.com for listening times in your area. Naturopathic doctor, founder of the Martha's Vineyard Holistic Retreat, and author of the New York Times bestseller, 21 Pounds in 21 Days, Dr. Ronnie DeLuce has helped tens of thousands of people, including celebrities and athletes, with her message of lifestyle change. Now, Dr. Ronnie DeLuce wants to help you. You, too, can be saved. Email Dr. Ronnie DeLuce at info at ronniedeleuceonradio.com and visit mvholisticretreat.com. Dr. Ronnie DeLuce, your partner in wellness. Hi, this is David Zarza. And Philip Zarza. And we're the Sophisticated Guys. And we're here with your tip of the week. Feeling trapped in life, like you're just going through the motions, but not loving where you're at? This week's Sophisticated Tip is to reconnect you with your heart's desire. It's not just a cheesy saying. It's actually a vital part of a wholehearted life, to know your heart's desire. Start by asking yourself, what do I most want today? Or, what do I need most today? Then allow the answer to come to you. Don't try to have your mind answer it. When you get the answer, though, follow through with it completely. In a couple weeks, you'll be totally clear about what your heart wants. Learn more or schedule a session by visiting GetSophisticated.com. That's G-E-T-S-O-P-H-I-S-T-I-G-A-Y-T-E-D.com. And call 206-420-8660. Everybody, welcome back. Welcome back to the show. Um, I'm really, really thrilled. Lamin is joining me here today. You know, as I said before, ninth generation descendant of Kunta Kinte. And for those of you out there, um, you can go to the drpatshow.com, click on, you know, today's show, the picture. You're going to be able to find out lots of information. We have a link right to the village, right to the foundation. But we've got something really exciting to talk about. You know, talking about the history is really important. Talking about the future is equally important. You know, talking about what the vision is, you know, what the foundation does. Um, that's the next part of the conversation. And, you know, there is an upcoming event for those of you um, uh, in, in the western Washington area that we're going to let you know about here uh, shortly. Um, let's talk about the future and the vision, if we could, because this ties into the event, doesn't it? Right. It's a big vision. It is. And people don't don't understand the the, the situation. You know, folks don't understand, well, wait a minute, you know, I have clean water. Doesn't everybody have clean water? But there is um, there is a vision that you and others have. Share that vision with us. The vision of the, the foundation has taken the role of the foundation from the family, you know, coming all the way to today to keep the legacy of Kunta Kinte alive. Many generations who did not know, you know, the younger generation, to keep them something they can able to tell their ancestors, you know, their kids too. So that's one vision of the, you know, the foundation, chip the legacy. And the, the biggest vision is in America here, people are very, very lucky. But when I see people in America complaining about some of the things, 
that they did not travel to see other parts in the third world country and see how people suffered, how people live differently. Water is one of the biggest thing in our you know our lifetime. Mm-hmm. You know, you go to some parts where I grew up, water is the biggest problem that many people died of lack of clean drinking water. You know, I myself was a victim. I used to have a stomach pain all the time when I right. was growing up. Mm-hmm. Every time he attacked me, they were, you know, I fall down. I didn't know I have adworms inside my stomach. Mm-hmm. I have t- more than thousands of adworms in my stomach. Mm. So I was almost going to die until I moved to London. I, w- I get sick and I went to the hospital. They did an the x-ray and they saw me the adworms in my you know, stomach. So they had to take all that away from my stomach to save my life because of the water, lack of clean drinking water. Mm. So that's why the foundation force role is to make sure that people get water to save life in the Gambia, to save life in the village. Because mm-hmm. you know, after the book was published, we have thousands of tourists flew all over around the world to go to the village to see the memorial, you know, the island where Kunti Kinte was captured, mm-hmm. and then to see the family also. We still narrate the story to them. But up to now, we have a very little amount of help from people, the visitors who came, because we never asked them. But we asked them about the help, but very little people who bring the help. Right. So that's why this foundation stepped in to bring that help and the hope the people did not have to save their life, you know, to provide the clean water, you know, for the people there. And then we also have a vision of education. Yes. Because education is very important in our life how we can educate our people to know who they are and how we can give them something for the better future they can live with. So the foundation goal is also to provide a school for the kids, you know, to who don't, do not have the opportunity to go to school. And then when it comes to medical, it's the big major thing also yes, in Africa. Yes, it is, yeah, yeah. And then all this help is not just for only the village people, but the people we have around the world, like the tourists who came there, medical is a problem. We have a lot of mosquitoes and stuff. So if you go there, Dr. Pat goes there, your, descent, your, your, your family members, you know, we want to be getting protected. Not only the village people, but all the people coming wants to be protected. We don't have any health center. No. We don't have any medical wow. equipment. So we live very far from the city. So you have to cross the, you know, the ferry. It takes you about three, four hours to go. So to stop that, we intend to ask people for the help to get provided the medical, you know, for, for the people. Then we can have an ambulance transportation and we can have, a, you know, basic, you know, healthcare, you know, needs mm-hmm. for the people to save life because we're losing so much people yearly when it comes to the rainy season time. You know, we have so much mosquitoes. Yeah. We have so many snakes, yeah. you know, snakes bite people, yeah. but they don't have any, you know, health center or any prevention mm-hmm. to, to save lives. So these foundation missions are stuff mm-hmm. like that to, to save lives. For the so the event that you're holding in Seattle, um, first of all, you know, I can only imagine what it's like to, uh, to be in the seat that you're in, doing the work that you're doing to raise funds or get, to get the help to do this, right? right? Um, and so how has that been for you? Are people open? Are they receptive? How has that been for you so far to do that? We, 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 we are in a heritage tour. You know, we had a film which is, you know, part of it sponsored by Tyler Perry. Uh-huh. And then um, 
Alvin Rose is a f- close friend to Tyler Perry, who mm-hmm. directed the film. Uh-huh. And then Ben Vorin, many people who watch the film of Roots, you know, see Ben Vorin has Chicken Joy, the grandson right. of Kunti Kinte, right. the cockfighter. So right. he's going to be coming to Seattle. He's part of the Heritage Tour. Jermaine Jackson also is part of this film, who traveled from Los Angeles to the Gambia mm-hmm. to connect himself with his descendants. He went to the island, so he have a special connection there. Right. So he's also part of this film. So we're taking the film, The Descendants of Kunti Kinte, and then the island where he was in prison, many people did not know. So this story is to bring people together and then to know the answer to themselves, to know who his Kunti Kinte is. So that's why we're taking the film for a tour and the nationwide. So February 28th, we're going to be at Seattle Arts Museum. Yep. You know, so it starts at 7 o'clock. Part of the ticket sales is going to be, you know, our goal is to have water in mm-hmm. the village. Right. So we, that's why we want many people in Washington to come out and support this film. And Alex Haley died here in Seattle. Do you know that? No, I didn't know. Well, yeah. I didn't know until a few days ago. Yeah. Alex Haley died yeah. here in 1992 mm-hmm. in Seattle. So we want people to come and then see entire Alex Haley family is coming, including Van Voren and there's so many different, you know, people. And another Big guest we have, David Warper. Mm. He used to be the ABC executive director. You know, he did the first route with Alex Haley. He put it on the ABC television. Yeah. So his son is Mark Warper, who is the president of the Warper organization, who will be flying also to come, you know, to support this film. So we have many different people who are part of this film, will be seen, you know, do the screening here in Seattle, so we want everybody in Seattle to get their tickets and then they come see. And then we can be part of our storytelling right? and our life savings also. Every dollar anyone supported in this foundation will be saving life in Africa. Well, we're going to let folks know much more about it as we move forward because, you know, it's right in our own backyard, you know, and how honored we are for all of that to, to be happening. You know, folks just don't know of... Um, how dangerous it is to live in a place where there isn't water, where there isn't medical. Um, You know, we just had a situation in the United States, which really opened everybody's eyes with a gentleman in Kansas who got uh, bit by a mosquito Mm -hmm. and died. And so now there's a new level of awareness around this. And yet at the same time, water is such a precious commodity we have yes uh and to think about people with we have in a world where there is so much of everything not to have water is a travesty it is it really it is. is it is mm. i've seen a lot of people died of diarrhea yeah. i've seen people die of cholera yeah you know people born you know with blind eyes because lack of you know clean water Water has so many things inside when the water is dirty. Have worms, you know, those worms, you know, it's so bad into your health. So we see people, how many people are dying in a year. We buried them. If yep. they, we can save the life, we can prevent that by, you know, supporting them. Yeah. Many people did not have support. We can give them that support. And I, I, like a couple of months ago, I see the ice budget challenge. Mm-hmm. It was all over all these celebrities, you know, part of it right. in the country, yeah. putting the ice water, you know, on themselves, you know, destroying the water. Yeah. So I, I, I've never, I've seen people who, you know, 
challenged me to do it. That would be the worst thing in my life to ever do. Yeah, I, I, I respect the cause they are doing it for. Yeah. I know I respected that. But I wouldn't be, I can do something different to do the campaign on that than, you know, this, you know, put in the water. Because to my heart, that's something that many millions of people where I came from are dying for. They cannot have. You know, when the rain comes, you know, I remember as a child, we all have to take the budget, you know, outside. Yeah. You know, put it in the rain so that we can have the water. Mm -hmm. You know, so we had to take that water from the nature and drink it. How many dots, you know, inside that water? How many dirtiness inside that water? But we don't care. We use that water to bath. We use it for, for drinking. We mm -hmm. use it for cooking. We use it for everything. So if you go there with your, you know, your family members too, the same thing because you have no choice. Unless you don't live, if you live in the city, the yeah. hotels, you know, mm -hmm. is, is a different story. But in the village, you know, has maybe 90% of tourists visited Gambia, visited the family of Kuntichinde. Mm. So going there and the sun is so hot, it's like more than 110 yeah. degree, 120 degree, you know, you need the water to bath. So that water you bath with, you know, is going to be damaging your skin. It's going to give your skin cancer. Mm -hmm. So when you come back here, you're going to have a, you know, skin disease that you cannot even cure it. Oh, I know. You know, so, yeah. I know. I mean, we don't realize it. I mean, I, I, just, I had an experience in western Washington, and I accidentally got pushed in a, 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 a riverbed uh -huh. and uh, swallowed water. Wow. And I was sick for a year. Wow. And even with all of the medical, whatever everything. we got here, everything yeah. we got here, a year. And um, it's it, for people... Not to really imagine that there are people that are really in a place mm -hmm. of challenging and suffering. And, and there's a solution, though. See? Mm -hmm. See, it's not like we don't have a solution here. We just need to get people involved. Right. Right? Right. Uh, let's yeah. take a short break. When we come back, we're going to tell you more. Lemon, thank you for joining me. We're going to come back. I want thank to make sure we me. give out websites. And then we're going to talk a little bit more about the event okay. and, and what the future vision is, some okay. of the things you're planning to really get the water, to get the medicine, to get the kinds of things that folks need. Let's okay. take a short break, everyone. Right. We'll be right back. I Tune in to the Angels and Answers Psychic Radio Show with Clairvoyance Artie Hoffman and Sky Siegel every Thursday for a two-hour show, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio. Artie and Sky deliver spiritual and motivational messages with passion and a sense of humor. Call in 800-930-2819 for live and on-air readings. Visit ArtieHoffman.com and SkyOfAngels.com. What if there was no right or wrong way to be a great parent? Join Access Consciousness Facilitator Glenna Rice as she and Dr. Pat invite you to be the questionable parents you truly are and empower you to know and give the awareness required to create ease and joy with your children. 
Join Dr. Pat and Glenna as they focus on parenting for the modern family. Tune in every month to the Dr. Pat Show on air and online at TransformationTalkRadio.com. Always inspiring and uplifting, Brenda Thine spreads love and light wherever she goes. Enlightening, empowering, and encouraging readings, Brenda connects with your guides, angels, fairies, and loved ones who have crossed over to provide you with the highest guidance possible to enable you to live your highest truth and maximize your potential. Always light-filled, a session with Brenda will have you feeling wonderful, centered, and ready to take on anything. Schedule your session now at brendathine.com. That's brenda, T-H-Y-N-E.com. What does a dentist of the year get? A little plaque. (laughs) Welcome to Smile Big, where we offer cosmetic, restorative, and preventative dentistry. Dr. James Rosenwald and Dr. Susan Abdenard work hard every day for their clients to be happy to smile with the latest equipment for complete smile restoration for anyone. The sooner you call, the sooner they can help. Call 425-454-4040 or email scheduling at smilebig.com. You can even visit our website at smilebig.com. How confident do you feel about your retirement? Ask Ameriprise financial advisor Jeff Packman about the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach. Together, you and Jeff can break down retirement planning step-by-step to get to the real answers you need. Call Jeff Packman financial advisor today at 425-453-0272. Office is located at 601 108th Avenue Northeast, Suite 1800 in Bellevue, Washington, 98004. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member of FINRA and SIPC. Tired of traditional talk? People pontificating about this or that, the left or the right. Sometimes the truth is just all lost in the noise. Tune in each week to Straight Talk with Chuck Gallagher on TransformationTalkRadio.com, Mondays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, as nationally known guests talk about what's important to you, your life, your concerns, and your success. Tune in and turn on to Straight Talk with Chuck Gallagher. Visit ChuckGallagher.com for more information. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. It is so it's really an honor uh, to have Lumen joining me here today. I want to make sure that you all know how to find out more about the upcoming event. But let me just tell you a little bit about it. And so um, it is the Heritage Tour. And uh, it's uh, it's a it's exactly what, you know, we've been talking about. Um, the the tagline here, Kunta Kinte Island, coming home without shackles. Amazing. Uh, ben Vereen will be there. Uh, it is going to be at the Seattle Art Museum. And so it's something that, for those of you out there, you're going to want to get to February the 28th, 7 p.m., uh, right downtown, Seattle Art Museum. And uh, we're go- we have the poster at our website or a way for you to click on it. If you go to the Dr. Pat Show, you'll be able to see the links. You'll be able to see a way to click on this. Also, we'll put much more out in the newsletter. What is the best way? Give folks your Facebook page and the website. My Facebook page is Kunta Kinte Family Foundation. And then the website is www.kuntakinte, 
www.village.org. Um, and, you know, for those of you out there, just go ahead and connect. And also what you want to do is take a look at what the vision is, what the mission is um, of the foundation. And there are many ways that you can get involved. But definitely write down Saturday the 28th uh, at 7 p.m. Uh, it's going to be at the Seattle Art Museum. You all know where that is, down uh, downtown. Uh, and it's going to be a great night. Uh, a lot of ways to get involved and get connected and go ahead and let's see you. Let's see you there. What What are you most excited about with the event? This is very exciting for me. Yeah. That coming to Seattle, like looking like is a home to me. Yeah. You know, it's a great place. Looking at Seattle, I look at like a Gambia. Mm-hmm. It's like a Jufre. Mm-hmm. Like downtown area, how it's surrounded by the water. Yeah. So Jufre is like that. We are surrounded by the water. Then you have the sea, and then you have the Atlantic Ocean. So I do love it, and I, you know, would love people from Seattle, console people from New York and Atlanta and L.A. that we can party too. Yeah. And we can, we, you know, the stories and the history, we, we love histories from different backgrounds. We can, you know, come there and then let people come and they connect to me. Let people come and connect to Ventborin and let people come and connect to the story, the most important thing. Let them take something for you know for their kids. Let them take something home with them. It's a February. It's a Black History Month too. Let's we connect to our stories right. and then get to know who we are. Because knowing yourself, who you are, it sets you for your destiny. It sets you free for everything in life. You know, African Americans have the you know that problem. You know that many blacks you know came from Africa who live here did not know their stories like who they are. White Americans who came, ancestors came from Europe, don't know who they are. So we all have this problem. Between the whites and the blacks have this problem. It's not about the problem of America. It's a problem of the world. So by knowing yourself, coming to this film, we're going to have those symposiums. We're going to have those talks before the screening. We're going to talk about ourselves, our heritage, our cultures, who we are. Taking something home with us will be something greater that we cannot forget that night. So I want people to get to online, and then uh, um, the website to get the tickets is the Kuntikinte Island. Hold on. Yeah, we can, uh, exactly, they can get them there. And also we have a link at the drpatshow.com, which will get you to get tickets. And, and not only that, but, you know, we'll connect you also. You should go and connect on Facebook. One of the things I wanted to ask you about is, you know, if you go to the if you go to the Facebook page, everybody, Kunta Kinte Family Foundation, if you go to the page um, and you click on the poster that's there for the event, you'll see it's a slideshow. And I invite you to click on the buttons. One of the things you say mm-hmm. is black history didn't start with slavery. It does not. I know. Uh, but boy, do we live in a narrow <laughs> view of that, don't we? Right. right? Yes. Um, and then you take us on a journey. And some of the pictures are amazing. Um, I was struck by uh, several of the pictures. But I would love for you to talk about this a little bit, about what you've presented here. Our story did not start with slavery. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to remember myself through slavery. I cannot forget what happened to slavery, but I can move on and leave something for the next generation. So many people hear that the problem challenge I have, you know, with black communities, too, that I don't want somebody to tell me February is the only month for my history month. Every month is my history month. Every day is my history day. Every year is my history year. So 
moment we put those in our hearts, to put it on ourselves, it will connect to us, to our ancestors, and it will connect to, and let's talk to our grandparents too. We all have stories to tell. Do not, you know, take any stories to granted. Talk to your grandparents. Talk to your parents. Let them tell you the stories. Ask questions. Many kids now in schools, at home, parents don't talk. Many people go to online, you know, they are doing Facebook, they are on, you know, Android phones. Yeah. It takes so much in our lives for we forget, totally forgot who we are. And it will be a time that in this world, if we don't have the story to tell, it'll be like, well, you know, a, a place, you know, car without a gas. Mm-hmm. So it's part of our life. It's part of our living. We have to take it so seriously and able to tell our stories to the, you know, other people. Well, you know, you're right. I mean, it is really in my lifetime I have seen and gone through in this country uh, many, many, let's call them little revolutions. You know, have gone through revolutions where, you know, first of all, women in, didn't have the right to choose. Mm-hmm. They didn't have the right for equal pay. I mean, we're not even talking about, you know, what happens if you're a person of color in this country. I mean, right. that, that's a whole different scenario. Mm-hmm. But in a short period of time, very short. We have forgotten. You know, I have conversations today with young people, young women, and they ask me, why did you burn your bra? That is the mm. most, that is the stupidest thing I ever heard of. Wow. Why would anybody do that? And, you know, you we're experiencing the same. You're yeah. experiencing the same. Um, and so what can we do to support you because this is a story that we need to remember. Yeah. This is a story that has to be remembered. Because I, I fear for what would happen if consciously, as a collective, we forgot. And exactly that's what we kind of, we are not forgetting, but we are such a denial <laughs> in life. So we know everything, but we just a denial so the denial keeps so much. We put that denial so much in us that it kind of make you like forgetting. Mm-hmm. But to be part of the journey, what my vision is, and then the vision of this, you know, of my family and the vision of the foundation is to keep the legacy and then to talk to more people, to educate them. That's why it's very important we make it international. It's not just for only Africans. Mm-hmm. It's not for only Gambians. Mm-hmm. It's for the United States too. You know, mainly the heritage laws we have here, you know, to teach them, goes to the school, goes to our communities, and they share the story. That's one thing important about this film. Mm-hmm. People seeing the story and then see, seeing the film, you know, it connects you and it, it opens the door. That's what we are here for. And that we want more people to give us a support and uh, to take our journey to next level. We can, you know, educate as much young people we can in the country-wise and then share it to the Africans, too. Wow. Thank you so much for today. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. And uh, I look forward to us working together. That'll be fun. Uh, Last question. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave everyone with right now? My personal message is I wanted to shake hand to everybody living in Washington. Come February 28, 7 o'clock at Seattle Arts Museum. Get your tickets now. It takes only 293 people. Oh, wow. So now Better we, get the we, tickets we, now. We got be- so much tickets gone now. I don't even know how many tickets left, but as soon as you get your tickets, it's down to $45. We want people to afford it. 
bring your grandkids, bring your kids. Let them come and learn something. Let them take something with them. Get your ticket. It's a private reception, and you have food. You have wine, Washington wine, you know, the taste of Seattle, you know. So it's going to have a great reception. We want mm. people to be part of our reception. We want people to be part of our history and our journey. We want Seattle to come out and support and get their ticket. Every ticket they buy, they're saving life in Africa. Because we're gonna, they're going to make our dream come true. We will provide a water for the people in the village. Thank you so much. Thank Samir. you. Thank you for having Thank me. Thank you all. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with the show. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. Make sure to add positive emotions to your counterbalancing thoughts. I know that feeling positive and compassionate toward yourself can be a huge challenge, especially when you're struggling with anxiety. Therefore, it's helpful to imagine that the main source of your negative self-talk is a younger part of your mind, which is just playing old tapes and repeating outdated protective programs. You will notice how much easier it is to speak in a calm, reassuring, and comforting way when you visualize addressing an inner child. By counterbalancing your negative thoughts with kindness and compassion, you automatically shift your consciousness and attitude from I am powerless to I'm taking charge. Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners, award-winning host Dr. Pat Basili is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh, new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. Naturopathic doctor, founder of the Martha's Vineyard Holistic Retreat, and author of the New York Times bestseller, 21 Pounds in 21 Days, Dr. Ronnie Deleuze has helped tens of thousands of people, including celebrities and athletes, with her message of lifestyle change. Now, Dr. Ronnie Deleuze wants to help you. You, too, can be saved. Email Dr. Ronnie Deleuze at info at ronniedeleuzeonradio.com and visit mvholisticretreat.com. Dr. Ronnie Deleuze, your partner in wellness. Hi, this is David Zarza. And Philip Zarza. And we're the Sophisticated Guys. And we're here with your tip of the week. Feeling trapped in life, like you're just going through the motions, but not loving where you're at? This week's Sophisticated Tip is to reconnect you with your heart's desire. It's not just a cheesy saying. It's actually a vital part of a wholehearted life, to know your heart's desire. Start by asking yourself, what do I most want today? Or, what do I need most today? Then allow the answer to come to you. Don't try to have your mind answer it. When you get the answer, though, follow through with it completely. In a couple of weeks, you'll be totally clear about what your heart wants. Learn more or schedule a session by visiting GetSophisticated.com. That's G-E-T-S-O-P-H-I-S-T-I-G-A-Y-T-E-D.com. And call 206-420-8660. 